I can exercise every day. <laughs> Do I? No. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. With so much competition out there, we need to find a way to stand apart from others And one of the ways you can do this is through your marketing, and more specifically, email marketing. Today's guest, Laura Reale, she has over 20 plus years doing email marketing. And today she's going to talk about one of really the most underutilized or not even utilized at all aspects of marketing, and that's email marketing. Today she's going to share with you what email marketing is, how to get started, and how to start putting this in your business today. So you do not want to miss today's episode. Stick around after a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Busy Busy. Busy Busy is so simple to use, and it's the most reliable GPS time tracking app on the market. And the best part is, it was built for landscapers. Busy Busy's founder created Busy Busy because he owns multiple construction companies and needed to understand better which projects were making him money and which projects were killing him. Payroll is the highest variable cost in the project, so you better be tracking it. Busy Busy does this better than anyone else. So download Busy Busy today, and don't forget to mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast to get three free months. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. If you want to get the leads you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try SendGym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendjim.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendjim.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. Now, today we have a returning guest. Her name is Laura Reale of Aqua Reale and Landscape Marketing Secrets. Now, Laura is an expert when it comes to marketing of all sorts, but she specializes in email marketing. Laura and her husband, Matt, started a landscape business back in 2000, and today now they focus on water features and stormwater management, pretty much all things water. Now, Laura, she's been a marketing consultant for more than 20 years, and she really knows her stuff. And Laura has basically used all that marketing knowledge she gained and applied it to her landscape business and helped grow the business to more than a million dollars. Welcome, Laura. Thanks for being on the show. 
Well, thanks for having me. Nice to see you again, Scott. Yeah, it's always great to have you on. It's always exciting. Always fun to chat with you. So like I said, today we kind of wanted to really dive into marketing, especially email marketing. Before we do that, you mind sharing a little bit story of how you got started and, and everything that you guys do in your landscape business? Sure. Do you have an hour? No, I'm just kidding. Sure. <laughs> my husband and I both went out on our own, my God, when we got married. We're insane. We both did it at the same time. And we started a landscape company and I was president of it, but I didn't really run it per se. I was doing my own thing and I was really kind of making my name known in the marketing world and started getting into an event marketing and different things like that. Then I ended up in product sampling, just kind of all these weird things. And I helped Matt's business, but I didn't really run it or do too much. And then through just like this weird combination of life, my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and within a year, my son was diagnosed with autism. And I kind of had to stop everything I was doing and take care of them. And I lost my marketing clients and my, ugh, my biggest client was like, you lost focus. Yeah. Okay. Little bit. I did, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it just shows you though, the perils, if you're not, if you're a contract employee, push comes to shove, you're out. And maybe even if you're not, you know, <laughs> the loyalty is just not what it used to be. So I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Looked around, um, went to a business coach, and we all kind of decided together the best thing would be for me to take over our landscaping company, change the name to Aqua Reality, which is to make it a pond company. And I started getting involved. And I started doing certain things that I've noticed my husband would like email someone, then he'd email someone else. I'm like, would this be faster if we emailed people in a bunch together? So I um, started playing with that. I'd known a tiny bit about Constant Contact and MailChimp, but, but not a lot. But started doing these email marketing and started seeing huge success, especially when it was like a message you wanted to get out to a bunch of people at the same time. It looks really unprofessional to just do a document with a BCC, I think. You know, and there were so many more things you could do. So I started doing it. I started noticing that the clients were paying attention and they're like, oh, now's the time. You know, you're almost training your clients. Oh, I'm supposed to sign up for Fell now. Oh, I'm supposed to do this now. And my friends in the pond world started listening and watching and saying, you're doing really well. Can you do this for me? And so that's kind of how I ended up doing email marketing for landscapers because my background's in marketing. I was working with my husband, the landscaper, and I kind of melded them two together. <laughs> That's awesome. That's an awesome story to have. <laughs> uh, now, like I said, you, you guys are over a million dollars in revenue right now Correct. Right? because of this. Yeah. yeah. You contribute a lot of that to the marketing. Absolutely. It's besides Google, it's, it's the second way we get business. Mm -hmm. And we get hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of business this way. And one might ask, how do you know? <laughs> and we know, especially when people reply to an email. <laughs> That's like the number one. Oh, yeah, I wanted to do that. And sometimes like someone will hold an email six or eight years, which is insane <laughs> yeah. before. And some of them will just hit reply. And I'm like, what the? F I'm like, oh, I wrote that two years ago. Like now they're replying. But I've done that, too. Like I admit, you know, if there's something that really interests you, you might just hold on to that email for a long time. So that's where emails especially are better than texts, I think, because texts can disappear and emails stay with you until you delete them. Very true. So. I find they work great. And we do mailings too, but emails are great like to keep you front in mind without being salesy and promotional. So the tips are always like this week, I think it's how to tell the difference between a male and a female koi. <laughs> it's not relevant to anything, but it's interesting and people open it up. Why well, bring mosquitoes to my pond if I build it? Will you? I mean, 
No, that's the answer. Just so you know. (laughs) That's, you know, so just like asking these little simple questions and really the ideal goal was to stay front of mind. So for those that are not sure what email marketing is, do you mind just elaborating? I know you talked a little bit about it. Yeah, sure thing. It's really just sending a message to multiple people at the same time without them knowing others are getting the message. (laughs) But it's not a BCC because it looks nicer. It's well-designed. And one thing I've learned in my years of email marketing is the nicer it looks, the more it's opened and read. Just like a website, if you're just writing copy, it's boring. But I chunk things and I put things in groups and I color blocks and making it easy to be read and making it look like it's going just to you. I like it. Do you find many landscapers aren't using this or really using it to its full advantage? (laughs) I probably know about four pond builders that do it regularly that I don't do it with. And I'm proud of every one of them. And I have a friend who's a client and I need to, it's about time to tease him again because he took it back and he's like, I got this. And like, I've gotten two emails since it's been a year. And I was like, how's that email going, Tim? And he's like, I went quarterly. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, it's been quarterly, Tim. He's like, shut up. (laughs) So what happens is the same thing that happens with everyone. Everyone could do it. Although, you know, you guys aren't writers and I am. Question is, will you do it? And the answer is 99% of the time, no. You have so much other stuff to do that unless you have this super interest and super excitement, you're not going to do it. You're just not. It's very true. It's the, most things actually in business, they have good intentions. They want to do it, but they just don't have the time or don't want to make the time to do it. And they're like, I can. Yeah, you can, but do you? Mm-hmm. So I can exercise every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do I? Yeah. No. Would a trainer help? Yes. So it's just kind of like that. It's it's someone kind of pushing and guiding you along. And you know, I've had clients say to me, literally, just like, I can't believe I didn't hire you sooner. Or I'm so glad to have you because then they feel like they're doing marketing every week and they're checking a box off on their stuff. So how can somebody get started doing this? If Even if they're not going to go with you or they mm-hmm. choose to do it on their own, what are some things they can do? There's two most important things. The number one most important thing in anything is to start building your email list. And when you build this list, the biggest mistake people make is they build it only from customers. Build it from potential customers. Because you don't know who your customer is and you don't know when they're going to be in. So if all you're doing is if someone, you know, signs up, what about that other 10 people that didn't? Mm -hmm. You're ignoring them now. And guess what? They're your customers of your future. So I write down every, we still use less annoying CRM, but we write down every single lead that comes in and they get put into our monthly newsletter and our weekly tips. So that is, I mean, just the number one piece of advice I have. The number two is it's really not that hard if you have the energy or desire to learn MailChimp or Constant Contact. They're both very easy. They're both very customer friendly. They're not like I still can't use Illustrator, Adobe, whatever. Like, you know, it's not made to confuse you. So 100% that said, Some people get sucked into all the bells and whistles. And I've seen ones where I'm like, oh, my God, somebody started playing with every tool they had. You know, and there's like things are whistling. And I'm like, "Okay, remember, this is an email that people are opening the middle of the day. They don't want to party. (laughs) So it's a fine line between entertaining and not like, you know, music should never be coming out of your email. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that's an option. (laughs) You wouldn't believe it. You could put like a sound wave. Yeah, it is. So, yes, people can do it. 
if they do it and if they do it correctly. Gotcha. The hardest part people have in general, sorry, is content, coming up with content. Oh, yeah, I can definitely see that. So are there like rules as far as how you can go about emailing people? Do you have to get their permissions? Can you go out and just buy a list or... Can't buy a list. It works different ways. Um, you know, it's funny, like in England, you have to double opt in, which means they have to ask before they have to specifically say in the US, we don't have that. So I recommend two things. I would never buy a list and buying a list is going to get you in trouble because what happens is the companies have an algorithm. So if they get more than like 10% unsubscribes or 10% comments of spam, they're going to delete your list because they're going to think it's a bad list. I have never had a problem with my organic lists, which means if someone reaches out to me about a pond, I'll put them on my list. They might not have bought a pond for me and they might not want to stay on my list and then they'll just take themselves off. But I don't walk around. You know what I mean? Like I can't go to a nursery and grab their list and use it because I'm going to get myself kicked off. Mm -hmm. And this actually happened to a recent client of mine and he was like annoyed at me. I'm like, that's not my list, dude. Like he had this list. I still don't know. He swears it was his clients, but we had a 12% rate of, you know, claiming it was spam and they kicked us off. And I told him he needs to have a better list before he comes back. So like I said, you just recommend people that are reaching out to you, leads coming in. What about like home shows collecting if you do any of the home shows too? Absolutely. And those are a great way because what you're doing then is you can offer something, a giveaway. So a free spitter, a free this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I must get like 20 to 30 emails a day that are like spam. And most of the time I don't even put them as spam unless you really annoy me. But I think if you were at a home show and then you got an email from someone at a home show, you might not open it and you might have subscribed, but I don't think you're going to be angry enough to make it spam. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you were in that atmosphere in that world. It's not like crazy new. But if I'm at a home show and I get an email about a gun rally, I'm not going to be amused. So because that's not even, you know, that's not really where I was. Really <laughs> <laughs> totally makes sense. So we talked a little bit about I know you mentioned some different topics and I know that's like the biggest struggle. I, I even see inside our academy people, even just like social media posts, which I make a post about. Same thing with email marketing, correct? You have to come up with different ideas. Any suggestions on how they come about those ideas? Yeah, two. Number one, talk like you're talking to your aunt. So you just give like tidbits of information. Like, hey, guess what? Did you know that frog and toad are different? Huh, I didn't know that. I mean, we used to joke that you could push my my nose and like a pond tip comes out my butt just because I know my husband's like, oh my God, you and your pond tips. <laughs> I just know so many stupid things. I'm not stupid. Things that aren't, you know, other people wouldn't know. So it's a matter of sharing information that's interesting to you, but not like, not like I'm an electrical engineer and this is a wire cable, blah, blah, blah. Like, whoa, what? Things that are interesting to a lot of people, including your aunt, you know? So, hey, aunt, what you, did you know that? Okay. Like a perfect example. Um, I thought this was the funniest one. It was a, a thing about how the tell difference between a male and a female koi. <laughs> <laughs> And you want to know what? It's so funny the way it is because actually the women are rounder figures. And no matter what they eat, the male stays streamlined and the women get round. I didn't know that. Just like life. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really funny. But so that's a cool tip, like something that it, it can't be sales oriented. I can't say that enough. Anything that you're doing, you're like, it's a sale. It's a sale. Here's our deal. No one cares. Mm -hmm. So get them in mind by interesting them, not by attacking them. 
one thing we suggest is like you want to become the professional, you want to become the educator and teach them things. So I, I love these tips like that. And I think that's same thing should be applied here is, mm. but can you sprinkle in some sales or some promotional things every now and then? Absolutely. And like at the bottom with uh, my biggest client, Garden State Koi, there's always a flyer under the tip. Mm-hmm. And there are always uh, this information now and this now. There's always stuff. You just don't want it. The headline shouldn't be our sale starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, the headline is, can you tell the difference? And then you can even underneath this, the subheader can be like our sale starts tomorrow. So I'm not saying don't use it. Just don't use only it. You need to kind of pull them in and then share the info. It's almost like basically with the email marketing is pretty much just like a, the old school newsletters used to mail out back in the day, you know, isn't correct pretty much it? That's it. That's exactly yeah. what I'm doing. Because I also, yeah, I do newsletters and tips. So the newsletters are more like linked back to their blogs. Okay. And linked okay. back to stories that, you know, are relevant. Links mm-hmm. to, you know, something a little bigger. Like right now I'm working on people's September stuff and it's, hey, don't forget to sign up for fall shutdowns. Now's the time. Yeah. So, but yeah. then there might be a story about what happens to your pond in the fall that you need a fall shutdown. Gotcha. You know, like, did you know the leaves are going to clog your skimmer and they're going to blah, 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 blah. So it's informative, but not fearful. How often should we send these emails out? At least monthly. And I like to do weekly. I don't recommend more than weekly because you're really going to annoy people. No one wants to hear from you daily. They just don't. Mm -hmm. But if the information is interesting, and I have these really high open rates where it's great because it shows that we have the right customers and they're finding the information relevant. Any tips on like the designs or layouts or anything that you can share? Yeah, so I actually, I kind of upped my game this year. And it's funny, I was talking to someone. He's like, well, I like the way you write it. I just write in one giant paragraph. I'm like, like, who's going to read that? I don't write in one giant paragraph. (laughs) You have to write like almost like like a flyer. Like it has to be visually appealing. So what I actually did this year is I hired a designer Okay. through Upwork. Nice. And I had the designer go through and kind of zhuzh up all my clients' templates. And now they look a lot better. So don't be afraid to, you know, not every, oh, I could do that. I could do that. I can't, you know, I can design, but I'm not great at it. So stick to what you're good at. And it's really easy to find reasonably priced people to do the rest. So if, you know, you're taking this seriously, that said, the first thing you do, don't be like, I can't start because I don't have a designer. No, you know, don't let that stop you. But literally, I think I paid $30 per newsletter design. Her client was nothing, you know, but it, it really helped them just look a lot better. Now, does uh, MailChimp and Constant Contact both have like templates or something they can get started with too if they needed? Absolutely. And um, there's different price points for those. And, you know, I like the templates. The biggest problem with templates is sometimes there's a lot that they assume you go back to the home page. And if these companies I'm working with have static, like if they never update their websites, it's hard to keep going back to them. Sure, sure. So you need to make it visually appealing without having to go back to something else. Any tips on on the actual wording and copywriting themselves? Because I know that's like probably the hardest part for most people to figure out how to say it and go about it. Or, you know, is it something you hire somebody or? Yes. No. Um, <laughs> good grammar is everything. It's all yeah. about good grammar and bad grammar just me. I have a proofreader that literally proofreads everything I do. And I'm a writer and I have my master's in this. So like even I, even I know <laughs> um, one of the most important things you can do. And I, I teach my daughter and her friends this. They're all in college. 
read what you said. If you read it out loud, you are going to find so many errors, so many problems, but have good grammar. This isn't, it's still like a professional piece coming from you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you have to, blah, 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 period, space, space, blah, blah, blah. But you also just can't be like, you's got this. Like, you know, <laughs> understand your audience. Like, don't, you know, spring be here before you, you, you know it, you know, no. Know your audience. Let's say that. Yeah. So if your audience is on the wealthier side, like a lot of us you know, in the pond world are, they all went to college. They went to graduate school. They don't need acronyms. You know, mm-hmm. like they need to see that you're a professional company that uses real sentences with real grammar and spelling. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Well, if you look at it, you know, people, landscapers will go spend all kinds of money on getting all these nice uniforms or shirts and hats made up. Right. Same thing should be applied here. You want to be professional there? You want to be professional here? Right. Like you wouldn't have your wife make your hats. Yeah. <laughs> Getting the cricket out or something. Yeah. You know, you have your wife do your emails. You're like, okay, yeah. well, and they're like, oh, my wife's doing mine. And I'm, I'm like, all right. Yeah. Hey, great. Good for her. Do you want to yeah. look at it? I'm like, maybe. Because then I look at it and I'm like, well, it's just be professional. Make it, like you said, just like everything else. It should look like it's way more expensive than it is. Yeah. I always tell people, too, if they're going to do any email marketing is to usually use a slower time of the year to kind of plan things out and think about like, you know, springtime, we're going to do pond openings, you know, so we're going to be talking about that or fall, we're going to do leaf cleanup or whatever it is that you're doing. Think about that and kind of plan it out. And then you start writing, in my opinion, start writing then when you have your slower time, downtime rather than busy time of the year or, you know, fall time, because you're not thinking about you're not you're just going to rush it and it's going to come out. Kind of crappy, probably. Now, here's the only problem with doing that. That is very smart, and it's good to put things like into chunks of months, like January, I'm going to talk about this. However, I have seen people write all their emails in a year in advance, and then they're like, sunny weather makes blah, 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 and it's been cloudy for a month. Yeah. Or they write, you know, drought-resistant, you know, and it hasn't rained in two months, and they're like, wet weather getting you down? You're like, there's no wet weather. Yeah. So you just have to be really careful with those when you go seasonal to make sure... Do you know what I mean? That it's still oh, yeah. close to what's happening out. Yeah, I guess if, if you do plan it out, then just make sure you read it before you send it out. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, here. To, like, I know a client that's already booked. He's done his since December. And I'm like, how do you know what's happening in October? But okay. Hey, whatever works. Because, mm-hmm. of course, many things are cyclical. Yeah. But they also, we don't know. Like, for example, we're in a major drought. So there's things we're going to be saying right now we might not have said last year at this time. Sure. So the more you are kind of following what's going on, the more you look like you're connected. Now, I know it's a big topic, a big deal to have like the right subject line. Is that something you find too or is it? Very much so. A subject line should always get someone's interest in and it should usually be a question. Like, for example, the how do you tell a boy and girl koi apart? Wouldn't you open that? Yeah. Yeah. As opposed (laughs) to sail on koi going on today. Which one would you open? Oh, makes sense. (laughs) So it's things that are inquisitive and it's things that you want to open. Like, you know, what's interesting? I mean, I'm doing right now that what are the three best plants for your pond? So a lot of it is question. It's things that they're curious enough about that they're going to click on to open. Now, do you make some of the content link back to your page? Like, I know you talked a little bit about earlier, but if you do pond shutdowns or something like that. Do you make an email about that and then kind of direct them that and it has a little bit longer form in there, like what your process is or? If they have it, I link it. A lot of times they don't. Okay. 
Um, I also love to link to my clients' blogs. Okay. Yep. I also do a lot of linking to YouTube videos. So that's one way that's really worked is if someone's doing YouTube, this is a great way to expand your audience because all of a sudden you have this YouTube video and now you're also sending out to 2,000 potential and current customers. So kind of cross-reference what you have, use the stuff. You know, again, most people unfortunately don't update their websites all the time. But whatever you do update, and if there's a frequently asked question, if there's a fact, if there's anything, put that in. That can help connect. Do you also incorporate any like the pictures or videos that you've? I guess you can't put videos, but pictures and stuff in there is. Oh, you can put videos as long as they're YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Link to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah pictures are great. I love when people give me their own pictures. So a lot of my clients actually give me access to their Dropbox folders, and then I'll pull their own pictures out of there. Sure. The, the more personalized it can look, the better. Mm-hmm. It should look not that Laura Reale's writing it, that, you know, Atlantis Water Garden sent it out. Any other tips that you can share about email marketing that we haven't talked about? People get frustrated because they don't have the emails. Start. Start now. Start yesterday. Start. 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 Yeah. Start. Have an event. Grab some names. You know, there's no time like the present. And what we do is any single person that reaches out to us for our business, we collect email. So we don't just wait for them to give it. We ask for it. I know you said you use less annoying CRM. By the way, we just started using them too. And I, I linked out your name to it. So you might be getting a credit for that. Oh, thanks. But does uh, less annoying CRM link with like, I'm not sure if you use MailChimp or Constant Contact. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yep. All perfect. you do is push one button. Mm-hmm. So I have it on my to-do list twice a week to sync. And then I just go bloop. And then it syncs. And everyone knew that came in through less annoying that even our office staff is putting in our answering service then gets the emails. Nice. So you should constantly be growing your email list. And I know QuickBooks and and MailChimp are all combined now. I think QuickBooks bought MailChimp, so they should sync over fine too, right? Yeah, I haven't done that one yet because I don't keep my emails in QuickBooks. I keep mine in less annoying. Sure. So That, that could be a whole other topic. We need to talk about that another time in the CRMs. Seriously. <laughs> well, I don't think people use them or understand what a CRM. They'll just... It's not just a place to put your email. <laughs> no, or how easy less annoying is, which is why I keep going back to it. Yep, I do. I do like it. I mean, I'd say I have a twofold advice when it comes to email marketing. Number one is try it yourself. Mm-hmm. But number two is be honest. After six months, look and see how many you actually did. Are you going to do this? And if not, where does that go into your budget to hire someone who can? Because like we like to say in our business, one month of email marketing equals one pond cleaning. That's it. Sure. And when you look at it that way, you're like, holy crap. I, you know, I make, seriously, we bring in tens of thousands of dollars from email marketing every month. Sure. Just from people responding. Well, and typically it's way cheaper than doing like EDDM or, you know, mailers or from some sort. And I think MailChimp is free up to like, what, 2000 or something? 500. Um, 500. Okay. okay. It's going down. Uh. <laughs> um, yes, MailChimp is free. And what I want to say, though, is don't ignore those other ones. Like MailChimp is a tool, but what it doesn't do is reach out to potential new customers whose names you don't have. Mm-hmm. So they get flyers that we send out through SendGem. And then once you call, then you're in my email base. So I'm always kind of also looking at ways to grow the list by reaching out in other ways. Sure. One other thing, which I think we've done before. I don't know how much I'd recommend it, but we have, when we were desperate enough, used a landscaper's list with his permission and the explanation of who we were. 
and it was a mailing one. So we sent something to all his clients. So if you're going to use someone's list or something, make sure that person is front and center so the customer knows where it comes from. So it doesn't look like you just walk by and swipe their list from their table. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I think this is these are awesome tips that you shared here with us, Laura. Not, I think it's something that landscapers really, like you said, underutilize. They need to start looking into it. It's relatively cheap to get into and start using and just get started using it. It goes back to like where, you know, if you do lawn maintenance for somebody, but you also do mulching and maybe that customer doesn't know you do mulching. So they think you're just a mowing company. But if you have the email marketing, you can send out these emails and let them know. This is the service that we provide. And even for people that do different things in the winter, mm -hmm. for people that have expanded what they do, all that stuff, nobody knows unless you tell them. Yeah. And you assume that they know, but how would they know? How would they know that you now cut grass and do prune trees? You know, they won't until you say, now's the time to prune trees. By the way, we offer this service. Well, a lot of people, I think, rely on social media, but they may not see it. And like with the algorithms nowadays, you, you don't know if they're going to see that or not. No, so. that's a terrible way to try to get work like that. Because, you know, I go back to the push-pull strategy. People have to be pulling in for you. And mm -hmm. they're not necessarily wandering around pulling, looking for this. It has to be pushed to them. Makes sense. I like that. And that's what you're doing with email marketing and other marketing. You're pushing information to them, not waiting for them to wander around holding their hands up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Laura, you mind sharing? Um, if people don't want to do this themselves and want to get started in email marketing, how can they find you? How can they reach out to you? Just look up at the sky. Just <laughs> Send a bad signal. So it's Laura Reale. Just find me. It's <laughs> Laura at ready. It's so short and right off the tongue. LandscapeMarketingSecrets.com, which is just like it's LandscapeMarketingSecrets.com. I have found that people have gotten, I've noticed people have been texting me more, which is great too. And you can text me at 215-805-8257. And I also have a website, LandscapeMarketingSecrets.com. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, definitely reach out to her. If you if you if this is something that doesn't interest you, you're not sure how to write it, just reach out to her. Now, you also started doing other services too, right? I did. I'm just starting to play with the idea of doing, because some of my clients really want social media. So of creating certain days and doing more social media for people. So that's something that I'm learning. The number one thing my clients have is, is no time. And as you get money and get more money, you have less time. Yep. <laughs> so just trying to kind of fill that void in what can I do to help them kind of in everything they want to do marketing wise. And I think they all do work hand in hand. I, I know I mentioned earlier, you know, that you put something out, well, you need to put it here and in the email marketing. Right. You need to do it both. So. Absolutely. No, guys, definitely reach out to Laura. She can get you taken care of with all aspects of marketing. Or if you just have a question, reach out to her. She's in the Landscape Business Owners Facebook group all the time. So feel free to reach out to her in there and, and you know, all the emails and everything too. Please do. All right, Laura, you got a moment for some fun questions? Yes. All right. Which talent would you like to have? <laughs> Most like to have. Is a sense of direction a talent? <laughs> well, I guess it could be. It is. I Boy, would I like to have a good sense of direction. I get lost <laughs> everywhere I go. I literally can't. I mean, I get lost in my hometown. I once drove my daughter. To, we were in Chicago and I dropped my luggage off at the hotel and parked two blocks away. I had to take an Uber. I'm not kidding. Back to the hotel because <laughs> I got so long. I couldn't find it two blocks. I just kept passing the dead rat. 
So to me, that would be a huge talent is if I could find my way around anything. Nice. Nice. I won't take you out camping or hiking in the woods at any point. (laughs) You'd never find me again. (laughs) Nice. My husband's like, no, take her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you could undo one moment in your life, what would it be? Oh, wow. Getting deep here. Yeah. Undo one moment of my life. Sure, it involves my sisters, but I don't know what. <laughs> Could be during COVID when I got in a huge fight with my daughter and told her she was a waste of space. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we were having a tough time. You were sick. You asked. It was, um, yeah, yeah. you know, it, she was a senior in high school. It was the height of COVID. We were all stuck together. And she was just really pissing me off. But she'll quote that one. So. <laughs> Remember the time? I'm like, oh my god! Uh, so we'll take that one back. All right, <laughs> understandable. All right, if you had to teach a class on one thing, what would you teach? How to communicate better. That's a good. One. How to use your words, your feelings, and your facial movements to explain to people how you feel, as opposed to just using words. Especially if you're just writing word, you're missing the tone, you're missing their face, you're missing all these different ways people communicate that aren't necessarily through text. Oh. So I would teach how to understand how to communicate as a person. I think that's definitely needed in the world. You come to my class? <laughs> I would. Thanks. I would. Well, I, I think people text all the time and then sometimes customers misunderstand what you mean or, you know, it's lost. My husband's the king of it. Oh, yeah. He's like, well, I said that. I'm like, no, you didn't. You said yes. And he's like, well, yes means I'll be there tomorrow. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Like, you know, they're like, you coming soon? Who reply, yes. And then they're like, well, I don't pick Matt. He's like, I said, yes. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> My dad sends the letter K all the time. I ask a question, K. What? <laughs> I don't know Same what that thing. means. Yeah, yeah. We also, we imitate. There's this woman once, an old, long time ago, I worked somewhere. And I asked her this, like, three-part question. It's like, is it A, B, or C? And she responds back with, Perfect. So now it's like a family joke. If I ask my husband a question, I'm like, do you want to do this or this? He goes, perfect. <laughs> Which, you know, it's just, we were just so funny. Cause like, we're like, Val, that was not like, it was like, really like, do I do this or do I do this? Perfect. So nice. that's our answer. Nice. I like it. All right, Laura. Well, I appreciate you being on the show again today. Look forward to having you on there and guys definitely go check out Laura. She can get you all squared away with email marketing and get you set up or just reach out. If you have any questions to her, she's always willing to help. I love to talk. All right, Laura. Well, thank you again, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Scott. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. (laughs) 